I hear you. I don't hear. Yep, there you go. Do you hear me? Yeah. I need it louder. <laughs> You're fucking dead. I need it louder. I am. I need it louder in my ears. Oh, can't we just do this? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Hi, guys. <laughs> we got some new equipment. Which one was yours? I don't know. Just try. This is really unprofessional. Is that working? Hello. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start over, or is this good? This is good. This is fine. This is transparent. It's us. Dysfunction. It's just us. <laughs> um, hi, guys. Episode 118 of Hello Dysfunction. That's Pedophria. That's Crystal. And we're here. <laughs> Some more bullshit. Um, I've been cranky today. Oh, yeah. And and my subjects I have to talk about are all shit kind of that pisses me off. And um, I was driving up here and I was like, I'm just hella irritated. Like everything. That's the vibe today. And I'll be your sunshine. So yeah. actually, no, I'm not because I've been having one of them days. I was crying earlier where. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll probably cry talking about it. You know, I like to cry lately. Uh-huh. Um, earlier, I was just feeling like. I exist so that everybody else can live. Like, I'm just a cushion to support everybody else. But you like that. I do when I feel like it's appreciated. Yeah. Or when I feel like... It gives you purpose. Or when I feel like um, it's not taken advantage of or overlooked. I, I don't need congratulated or patted on the back, but don't be... Acknowledged. Yeah, just yeah. don't be a fucking... What happened? Take Who it for was granted. not being appreciative? Who's being ungrateful? Um, I think it's just be a uh, just just a combo of everything from like probably the last week. Mm-hmm. It just this happens like every six months. I feel like this for a couple days. Overwhelmed. And, yeah, and then I'll be all right. But today was definitely fucking one of those days earlier. Yeah, sorry. I'm all right now. You came I'll try in not all to. spicy. I did. I came in hot. <laughs> Don't touch me. I'll try because you kept fucking grabbing my arm. I'll try to. Um, <laughs> not ask you for anything <laughs> for fuck like the you. next month fuck you because <laughs> you're, you're like overwhelmed you. you know no i don't want to add to the load no it's more being a i don't even know how to explain it it's more being the mediator between every person in my life in this house That's, outside yeah. of this house i feel like i'm the only one that can calmly communicate things without emotion getting involved and that is the part that weighs a lot sometimes it's like if I can do it why can't you motherfuckers do it and I'm really fucked up like yeah come on you know yeah as adults I can see that you know so that's the part Mm -hmm. that starts to really weigh on me sorry I keep having to adjust these new microphones um well Hopefully it'll get better. And I find that if you flash every now and then, it's a good reset. Yep. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just got to snap and like it shake shit like up. It happened like four days ago. Yeah. You know, it helps. So maybe just do that more often. Yeah. Um, implement some anger. And I, that's exactly yeah. what happened about four days ago. I just fucking snapped and I was like, you know what? We're not even going to talk about this. You know, it was me, Nia and Mark. And I was like, we're not going to talk about this till tomorrow Yeah, when everybody can be You can make that decision. Yeah. Because once I start fucking yelling, mm-hmm. it's, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, Life. It, it'll get better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been, 
medically, physically, all kinds of ailments and shit going on. Um, I've been fighting a UTI. I hadn't had a UTI since I was pregnant. Like Those are maybe horrible. midway through the pregnancy, I had my last one. But for a while, I was having them, you know, constant like usual. I'm I'm really prone to getting them. You I don't need know the why. urethral surgery. I do. Um, I need to see a urologist. Um, but I forgot how painful they are. And this was like a bad one. And mm. it was like where you constantly feel like you got to pee. And then like a few drops come out and it hella and hurts. And it still hurts. Oh, my God. And then your bladder's still full. And it's like you get no relief. Yeah. Like it was that. And so I had some azo at home. The over-the-counter. Yeah. And um, so I took that, but it wasn't really helping. And so I was like oh, having that's trouble a bad sleeping. One. Yeah, it was bad. So what ended up happening, um, a friend... Aisha, she um, has uh, her best friend is a doctor, and I was able a real to, doctor. Yeah, yeah, like not my kind of doctor. Okay, like me. <laughs> yeah, no, a real one. <laughs> anyway, I was able to get an appointment, awesome. um, a video appointment, because I called Planned Parenthood, which is like around the corner from my house. Right. And I was like, hey, um, you know, I know appointments are kind of funny right now. Can you guys call me in some meds? I have a UTI. I, if you check my chart, I've had a thousand. I know. I'm a frequent symptoms. flyer. Yeah, I am. So. They were like, no, you have to at least do a phone appointment. And the, the soonest one was like three or four days out. And I was like, I'm in pain now. I can't live so, with this for four days. Yeah. There's no way. And I was like, I cannot go back to the ER right now. I was just <laughs> fucking there. So I was really trying to avoid that. So just, yeah, this this video appointment with this doctor just helped me so much. So thank you so much, Aisha. That's um, fucking great. Yeah, I was able to get meds and it worked right away. Another thing I was nervous about because I'm resistant kind of to, to some antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> yep can't talk right <laughs> but um it worked and i feel better so that was good, good right but i'm still taking the antibiotics so that happened is it making you nauseated no i'm okay oh good but i also upped my i didn't my doctor upped my prozac mm-hmm. this week so i'm back at my max so dose. you're readjusting to that that and oh. so that in combination with um the antibiotics and then I also take the is it Prilosec yeah. or once a day in the morning yep. and then I counted yesterday I think I took eight medications yesterday look at you and I was like I is this life now like I don't want to do this so right <laughs> but um you know you got to do what you got to do but I also got the vaccine yesterday yeah um uh, very excited about that um I'm sore excuse me my arm is sore it started to feel sore maybe two hours after I got it, but yeah. it hasn't gotten any worse from that. So, like, I was still able to sleep on that side, and I can move it pretty good, yeah. but it just it feels bruised, you yeah. know? Um, it reminds me of when I used to get the Depo-Provera mm. birth, birth control shot. I used to get it in my arm, and it would hurt. It actually hurt way worse to get that. Um, like going in like it, it was very quick the vaccine and yeah it didn't, it didn't really it's hurt. a really small amount yeah it is and so that that surprised me but um last night I think I was just so exhausted and like I said I'm taking all this fucking medicine and you know antibiotics make you feel funky anyway so I started to feel like exhausted and I said oh I think I spoke too soon like I think I'm starting to feel fucked up the vet um you know, it can make you feel sluggish. Yeah. Well, I, I felt drained, just yep. depleted of yep. any fucking energy. So I was like, oh, God, don't let me wake up with a fucking fever. Yeah. So you're going to cry. So listen to what I did. So um, I laid down or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And um, 
I was I had took Tylenol when I first got home, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I just t- I just got Smart. the vaccine. Let me take some now. So then, um, before I went to bed, I was going to bed at like nine thirty. It was pretty early, and I was like, let me um not take more Tylenol yet. Let me take Motrin, mm-hmm. alternate, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I was what like, what any good doctor would recommend, right? Right. So I how I learned. So I said, <laughs> um, oh, I have six hundred milligram. Uh, ibuprofen from like probably after when I had the baby or something I have it in my medicine cabinet so I was like okay I'm gonna take one of those so I took it um I had ate like my friend gave me a vegan charcuterie box Mm -hmm. that I get like weekly so I I just like ate a bunch of that for dinner so like nothing you weren't full I was kind of full yeah I ate a lot of it but then I I also ate three cherry tomatoes okay just remember that so I ate three cherry tomatoes and I was like, oh, I haven't ate a tomato in a while. And I just didn't trip. I'm shaking my head, by and the so, way. And um, so I was like, whatever, drank some water and then um, took the Motrin and went to bed. Fell asleep pretty quick. About an hour and a half later, I wake up. You went to sleep flat? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, God damn it. if I have to call 911, I'm Bitch. not fucking doing this. So I got up. I had GERD. <laughs> because you had to eat acid. those tomatoes and lay flat. There was acid in my stomach that was trying to kill me. It was I felt it only in my stomach at mm-hmm. this point, right? So I'm like, people have been writing in <clears throat> and telling me um, that m- the symptoms I describe are also that of gallbladder issues. I had those. So they were like, you know, make sure that, you know, you get have them check for that. And so I was laying there and I was like, do you think this is gallbladder? And so I start searching online and it wasn't, right? The worst thing you do to yourself is get online. I'm pretty on point with this shit. So I'm reading the symptoms for gallbladder issues. That's not what I'm having. It's not to the right. It's not in my back. I had the worst gallbladder attack ever before. So I'm like, I think my grandma had hers removed. So I I was was like, it is a possibility, but Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm thoroughly researching, and I'm like, no, that's that's not it. It's it's the fucking stomach acid. So I remembered those goddamn tomatoes. And I was like, that's like number one on the list of things you shouldn't eat. Then, bitch, what I didn't fucking know, ibuprofen causes stomach acid. Yes. I took a 600 milligram and laid on the pillow. On top of those tomatoes. Yes. And you thought you could sleep It was a little nightcap. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me just do cheers. Tomatoes and ibuprofen, 600, and then lay down. Because you know ibuprofen will cause stomach Stomach issues. Stomach shit. Yes. I didn't fucking think of any of that. You got to take that shit on a full stomach. So I was like, and I wasn't really on a full stomach by that point. Right. And I was like, oh, that's what I did. So my stomach was on fucking fire. Yep. So... You know, I, I concluded what caused it. And I was like, what do I do? I had some Alka-Seltzer tablets in the cabinet that I didn't even know I fucking had. So I drank that. Still wasn't working. Um, so I adjusted all these pillows in my bed. And I just laid there sitting in a throne. Up. Yeah. And um, really uncomfortable because I like to lay on my side. But I was like the throne. And then I started I was texting my mom and I was like, that shit is happening again. I hope I don't have to go to the hospital 
and she didn't answer me. And I was she like, was like I'm sick of this I'm like, shit. she's probably asleep. And I was just thinking, I'm not calling Crystal with this. I'm not. It was only like 1130. It wasn't that late. But I was like, I'm not fucking doing this again. So I just laid there. And you know what? Eventually it went away. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I read, you know, the GERD shit can last up to two hours. Yep. And so it didn't, though. It was like maybe Good. 45 minutes or something. There's a reason but, I travel with... Gas X fucking Oh, and what, what is the pills that I got from you? Was that Pepsi? Pepsi. I bit one. I was like, let me chew it and I make it hit me up. harder. Yep. I ate that. So yeah, that yesterday it was like eight medications in my body plus the vaccine. So I'm like superhero right now or I'm about to die. <laughs> uh, uh, either <laughs> one of, or. One or the other, but there's a lot running through me right now. <clears throat> but I do. That's why I always, if you look in my purse right now, I probably have like 15 medications because of digestion oh issues. Oh my God. But the gas X for when it hits my stomach, I mm-hmm. chew those up. I my eat. stomach was on fire. I go through probably a pack of, you know, 48 a week. Easy. I'm not. It's Samithicon. I don't you want can't this OD. to be my regular life, though. Like, Welcome to the good life, No, girl. I don't want this. I'm like, this is too much. I had and... a gallbladder attack after Naya was born. I'm telling you, pregnancy fucking fucked me <sighs> up bad. Mark was racing me to the ER as I was projectile vomiting out the side of his fucking car. And it was like all over the side of the car. I couldn't help it. Mm -hmm. It was and it was it was my gallbladder. And they were like, you need to have it removed. And of course, I never didn't. I never did it. Why? I don't know. And it hasn't bothered you again? It flared up like three weeks ago. I called my mom and I was like, fucking I'm dying. How did you know it was in the side? So so it's right here like under your right boob uh-huh and then with um gallbladder pain there's something called what the fuck is it it starts with an r not redirecting but reflux not deferative but basically where you'll feel pain in another part of your body mm-hmm. so it, it hits me in my upper back shoulder mm-hmm. area oh it, online it said that your um, back shoulders. Yes. So when it starts hurting there and then it goes there, I know it's my gallbladder. And it fucking hurt. It, you know how you feel in your chest? Yes. It, it stabs that area. Oh, wow. And so I just, you know, I ate hella different medicines and I just was like, if Hope it doesn't calm down, I'm going to the ER again. But it calmed down. Those things, <sighs> digestive issues suck so bad. And Yeah. I, I I've think, never had this in my life and I don't like it. You know, it. if you look it up, fucking pregnancy, you know, it. It rewires you. you. I'm broken. I'm fucking different. That's why my hair still falling out. Like, oh my god. It's more than just pushing a baby out of your crotch. It's more than just, oh no, my vagina's air quote going to be ruined. It's so much. It's so much, and you know that's why that bill. Where was it, Tennessee or whatever, where they were, they're trying to pass a bill where even if the woman wants an abortion, if the father of the child doesn't, the mother would still have to carry the child. And I'm like, how fucking dare you, bitch? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, People need to understand. First of all, if you don't have a vagina, don't I don't want you making any decisions or having opinions about what we do with them. You know what I mean? Vagina having people are who need to worry about those issues to me. You know, you shouldn't even have women identifying who if if or male identifying. If you have a vagina, that's the thing Um, you that's who needs to handle these issues, because I feel like people especially the people now that are making decisions, they have no idea like what 
all of this entails. Yeah. You know, it's so much more than just having a baby and perhaps some stitches and, you know, you need rest. No, your fucking hair falls out. Your fucking your vitamin, teeth de- fucking vitamin deficiency. Decay. Yes, your teeth, um, your gums bleed profusely. Yes. Like there's so much, it affects so much of your body, your mood, your temperament. Um, it's not unheard of for you to be a whole different person it's after more than you have just a baby. physical appearance that yes, changes. Everything so much fucking more. changes. And there are situations where um, I saw someone post the other day. She recently had a baby and she was just pointing out kind of like a list of things that people don't really consider when when someone has a baby. And one of those was sometimes you don't recognize yourself after you have the baby, like not in a physical sense, but you don't feel the same. Like so much changes in who you are. Yeah. It's not unheard of to have a baby and then all of a sudden your your taste changes. Like you don't want to wear any of your clothes anymore I because can't... like that's not you anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just such a huge fucking change that happens. And I can't imagine you forcing someone to go through that that doesn't want to go through that you know dude if somebody i'm not even joking if somebody tried to force me to have a baby right now i would jump off a fucking bridge yeah you know it it, it it's a lot it's more than it's just so much more it is i think people need and to like think i signed up that. for this you know i was so happy and trying to get yeah. pregnant and like manifesting it and then I'm just beat down, I feel like, you know, physically and just, I mean, I'm happy. I will say that I'm not depressed at all, luckily, but um, just I've had so many physical problems postnatal. It's it's crazy. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, someone that wanted this. So I just think about if I didn't want this yeah, and then I'm going through almost dying and blood clots in my lungs and fucking my hair, all my hair falling out. And Multiple like, ambulance rides. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, no. this is probably the, this GERD shit. This is like in the last month, I'd say probably the fourth or fifth time. Mm-hmm. Like it's being a consistent thing. Yes. That's what I don't like. like is it and don't away? forget to take your fucking medicine because fucking playing catch up yeah. fucking is harder than, you know, trying to. Trying to put out the fire yeah. after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I learned that. Yeah. Um, speaking of bodies. So um, my cousin that lives in <clears throat> Washington she does um Who? she has Beck. She has mm. a humanitarian mm. Okay, that's cool. I just spit, <laughs> she just spit coffee over myself. Everywhere. So she has like a humanitarian job where <clears throat> she works for a food bank and they have elderly I clients. Didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. They have elderly clients and she does deliveries to their homes and shit right now during COVID. That would and be tough. She has a ninety year old woman client. And she called me the other day after she had dropped off her food. And she called me and was like, dude. Is it you in the future? She said, this 90-year-old woman just told me I need to start stretching my butthole. She said. She's like, girl, I can tell. Your butthole needs a stretching. You're a tight ass. (laughs) Let me just, honey. So she said. What? She said, you really got to start stretching your butthole. You got to work on stretching your butthole. Because apparently she had just went to the hospital for being constipated and Mm. backed up. And she had too small of a butthole. And they had to stretch it. It's really a thing. Oh, my God. Um, And so she was telling Beck, you got to stretch your butthole. You know, it's weird that you say that because I just read the other day that the anus can stretch seven and a half inches before causing any damage. That's big. I have a friend who has a friend Mm -hmm. who recently just got a butt plug 
stuck up their ass and it took 30 minutes to get it out. Oh, like it sucked in there? Yes. The base wasn't big enough. To block it? To hold it yeah. out? Yeah. Okay, so that happens. Your butt has like a vacuum effect. Yep. And when you put things in there, probably from your sphincter, you know, clenching or whatever, it, it has a suction. Yes. And there has been times when I've been with a client or whatever. You know, I told you I put Barbies and shit in like guys' asses. <laughs> yeah. But like if there's no stopper, right, to right. block it, the shit will be lost in there. And you can like spread the butt apart and see the item in there. And you're like, how do I fucking get it out? Get like, the I tongs. Can't, kitchen tongs, metal ones. I yes. can't really do, you know what I mean? That's a scary... And you know those x-ray pages on social media that show light bulbs and yes. all kind of scary shit trapped in the fucking rectum? That's how that happens. Your butt suction. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends works for the Kaiser Surgery Department. And when she, having fun goes wrong. She tells me about all the fucking cool x-rays. Like yeah. shampoo bottles. Hot wheels. Yes. I, I follow pages, x-ray pages. It'd be the coolest shit. Some stuff is like sad. Like... uh there was one x-ray I saw. It was an old man, and he had put hella nails in his urethra. I saw that. So many. And it, it showed up, and it was like, he's been doing this for a long time. He had, like, mental health issues. Oh. and Yeah, and I, I was, was going to make a joke, Damn. but not now. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say hammer time. He was like an old man. Like, That's fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, but th- there'd be some cool stuff, like, showing up. Yeah, be careful when stretching your butthole. Make sure the base yeah. is big enough. Or, or someone got a good grip on whatever they're... Who told her to be telling the delivery people to stretch their asshole, though? The old lady was like, you got to stretch your butthole. She's like, I'm going to tell whoever I come in contact with. Take your fiber and stretch that fucking butthole. How are you... Manually? With your fingers? I just picture you going What does she want like people... <laughs> like, w- rubbing it? You know, yes. like with olive oil, how you're supposed to do before you have a baby? Kind of like, work it around... But you do that. Oh. I'm just preparing in case. So your perineum doesn't fucking rip. Yes. Yeah. So massage guys, your fucking Stretch anus. it, guys. <laughs> um, so uh, on a sad note, there Great. there is a girl um, from the Bay Area. A lot of people know her on social media. She's got a huge following. Her name was Lyric Chanel. Her name is Lyric oh, Chanel. I saw. She was like 13 years old and was fighting brain cancer. She had a brain tumor. Yeah, she had multiple brain surgeries and everything. And um, she passed away the other day. I know. Um, It was so fucking sad. And I just, when I I saw like her uh, uncle is actually, so, so many different people are involved in this. But my sister's godmother is lyrics grandmother Mm -hmm. okay so like um i follow some people that are related to her so like i was seeing some updates or whatever about her situation and that the doctors had finally said she only had you know a couple days or whatever and then she passed away rest in peace to her it was so fucking sad i hate to see any kind of child hurting childhood cancer so fucked up just any illnesses with children like I, i hate it um but it brought up a, a question that someone had asked not too long ago. Um, they wanted to know what we thought about it. They wrote in and they said, um, what do you think about people that take pictures of their dead relatives in the casket and have them like on display in the home? Now, the reason that made me think of it is because her mother had posted a picture of her I after she it. had passed away. And she had, you know, beautiful makeup on and stuff. Yeah, she and then peaceful. she ended up taking it down. She did. Yeah, but I saw a lot of people like 
saw a lot of people resharing it and then I saw a lot of people it was mixed I saw a lot of other people talking shit and saying how inappropriate it was for one thing that's the mother's choice right Uh, so I was gonna say as a grieving mom we don't know what conversations she's had with Lyric about posting or photos you know um but as a grieving mom, I mean, can you really tell her what's right and wrong? Right, right. And some families, that's totally okay. Like, it reminded me, um, I have this book. It's like um, a photography book that I have. And I don't know if somebody wanted to borrow it or if I was just showing it to him. But I pulled it off my bookshelf one day. And as a bookmark, there's a picture of my sister-in-law in in her casket Mm -hmm. in the, I don't know how or why, but it it was in there. And, you know, we have photos of her, physical photos Mm -hmm. um, of her in the casket and other family members. Like when my grandpa died, I took a bunch of pictures like, um, some families do that and it's normal you know what I mean um I wouldn't put them on display but I have been to people's houses where they've had them framed and that's the listener that wrote in uh that was the example she was using was like what do you think about that because I saw that and um I don't think she liked it yeah I would say don't take a picture of me fucking dead and and that's the one you choose to display I want the one where my tits look great you put that one up I want both I would want a picture of me I dead in your house. I also feel like grief is so weird and complex. Um, I think people taking a last photo of somebody in their casket is like, this is the last time I will physically ever see them. Yeah. Granted, their soul isn't in there, but their body, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why people do it. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not. I think people always look weird in their caskets because of the makeup and the graying of the body. Sometimes it just doesn't look like them. Yes. But sometimes it does. Sometimes they look good. So, you know. I would rather you. I think it's a personal choice. Yeah. I don't have judgment either way. Um, I don't either because I know grief is so fucked up. Just do whatever. Yeah. People tend to do whatever is a custom for their family. You know what I mean? Whatever they grew up with, whatever they were taught within their own family. So... Like I said, I don't really have an opinion about it either way. You um, know, growing up, nobody really took photos in caskets. It wasn't as common as it is now. But I think now that, hello, we all have a camera on us at all times. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, back in the day, I mean, people used to pose and take family portraits post-mortem. There's so many photo family right, photos, black right. and white family photos. Yes. That was a thing. That was yes. a normal thing for families to take pictures with dead children or yeah. dead mothers or whatever with their eyes open, dressed up like post- late eighteen, early nineteen hundred. Yeah, post mortem photography was a whole it's been fucking around thing, forever. and it was totally normal, right? So yeah. at some point, society kind of was like, "This is weird," so we stopped doing it. It's because um, here, we're afraid of then- death. And I'm a really morbid person. So, you know, me, I'm like, morbid curiosity. Take, put an eight by 10, get me a nice frame, put me on display. I'm not mad. Freak out your company. I want my picture. You can cut my finger off after I die before they come get my body for science and make a keychain. Yes. I mean, I'm cool with it. Stuff it, sew it. I'll probably cut one of your tattoos off before I donate your body. Make pillows with my skin. That's always been something I've joked about. Like, keep my skin and make pillows and shit out of it for family. Right. Yeah, I'm a very morbid person. And yeah, so to me... um, Dead bodies don't bother me. I'm totally cool with with the the family photos of those that have passed on. Right. It's so weird. I don't want to read about how you died because 
depending on age, circumstance, that shit. It'll upset you. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. I want to see the dead body and I want to look at those. And it's so weird how it's such a... I think it's because it's so taboo, kind of. It makes it more interesting. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I just lost my fucking pen. Oh, I have one if you need it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so another thing came up the other day, how to properly hire a hooker. Oh, yeah. I like the word hooker, so I'm going to just say I that. do love the word hooker, even though we're, you know, sex worker is the proper term. I, is it though? Like, says it's who? Society, I'm, I'm one. You know, I don't, I, I'm cool with whatever. I, where did the term hooker originate? Do you know? No, I was going to say. I thought I knew, but no, that's honky. I know where honky originated from. (laughs) Tell me that. (laughs) Honky came from white men going to the black neighborhoods and honking their horn at hookers to get them. Really? That is where the term honky came from. Yeah, go get them honkies. Them honkies are here. That's my favorite fucking thing to call. Honky is hilarious. Yeah, I love it way more than like cracker. Oh, I love honky. I call everybody dumb yeah. honks and shit yeah yeah but that's where honky came from that's fucking good to yeah. know but yeah i like the word hooker too yeah i do too but anyway um there is etiquette okay um this, so this i question will, oh go ahead oh i was gonna say i was lost i had somebody i know text me um and ask these questions and i didn't even know she texts me and she was like hey um this girl i know dot 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 and so she starts like you know asking like what she had questions about and stuff and then I answered some and then I was like you I know this is for you and Mark fucking like bitch. bitch fucking says so this girl I know Such trying to throw liar. me off I know it's for you guys Absolutely but okay not. whatever <laughs> tell your friend <laughs> fuck, fuck you <laughs> yeah tell your friend that oh, um there is you know there are okay so I just I thought you know even you suggested that's a good thing to maybe bring up because a lot of people don't know yes somebody wanted to know they wanted to surprise their partner um with a third party for a threesome yeah and Mm -hmm. i had no idea where to tell her to go yeah so um i set a website i'm not going to promote the website because they don't pay me but um (laughs) i suggested a website that's pretty upscale and i know that they do vigorous screening So, and I know once, if you slip up on any detail, anything, any verification, they will ban you for life. That's good to know. Yes. So, um, you know, it's a trusted website Mm -hmm. and it's been around forever. So um, I recommended that particular website and I said, you know, they actually have a category that's for couples. That's cool. Um, So what I was going to say is basically, I mean, even if you're just getting this not for couples, just for yourself and Mm -hmm. you want to know how to properly go about hiring someone, um, a lot of times, depending on what website you're on, there will be instructions. I know, especially for doms, there are, mm-hmm. excuse me, on their ad itself. It'll tell you whether they prefer email, whether they prefer text, whether they prefer a phone call, um, you know, what type of, uh, re- uh, what is it? References. Mm-hmm. They'll want provider references. If you don't have any provider references, they'll, you know, you they'll list what you can turn in in place of that and right. like um you know possibly professional references sometimes but they're you know their screening process is listed how they prefer to be uh contacted what their starting rate is like basically don't contact me unless you meet all of this criteria okay. and so if that's not included though things questions like 
are you tested? Like that seems maybe like it would be a reasonable thing to ask. But me personally, I would be offended if somebody because asked me that. Because of course you get tested, right? Yes. Like anybody else should. Everybody, and also, even people not in sex work. Yeah. If you're having sex, you should be regularly getting tested for right. shit. But I would be super offended because, just because, like I'm not offering any uncovered services anyway. Right. For one thing. So when you ask that question, it's almost implying that, that we're going to do something raw oh, and no. we're not, you know, it, yeah. it, it just makes me feel like that. So don't Got ask it. that, you know, it's, it's better. You can assume that they do. Um, I will say sex workers are some of the cleanest people I've ever met in my life that stay on top of screening and being you know, clean well, their business and depends on it. Yeah. I mean, you, to be healthy, of course, there are some that are not, but, right. but for the most part, um, we're not the type to be out having one night stands unprotected in a bar somewhere like civilians do. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, uh, I, in my life experience, I found that regular everyday girls are like way more unprotected than any fucking sex worker. We're the loosey goosey. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are the nasty ones <laughs> that everybody has to fucking worry about. <laughs> So um, don't ask that, but like um, you want to ask like what's their minimum because some people, depending on where you're located and if they're hosting. Minimum as far as time? Time, okay. well, time and money. So like um, if you're out of the area, I'll require like a three-hour minimum. Got it. So that it's worth my time, right. you know? And so you want to um, definitely figure that out first, find out their rate. Is um, it unreasonable, like, okay, in this in- instance where they're trying to – plan a surprise for their other partner Mm -hmm. is it unreasonable to ask to um have a conversation with who they hire as far as what plan or boundaries or Um, i wouldn't do that because there's a lot of people that like dedicate their day to wasting time and like having conversations about shit that's never going to come to fruition yeah so i limit how much contact i'm about to have with you because some people get off on the contact itself and then it's like you just got off for free you know what i'm saying so like for legal reasons and for for time wasting reasons and stuff like that we're not going to get into a big detailed thing like i i'll mention what my restrictions are but I'm not going to like go over a whole scenario with you Got it. because yeah, like I said, a lot of people get off on the discussion itself and Got then it. they'll like come and hang up on you and then that's it. <laughs> it's like, wow. wait, or remember that lady that was like wasting my time? <gasps> oh my God. A lady, um, this older woman, she was like traveling here on business or something. We sat on the porch for like three hours. She was sending me nudes I didn't ask for and just hella shit. Like she wanted to book with me. I want to crawl. And she was like, I never really do this. But like, you know, she seemed really cool at first. And then she just went on and ended up wasting hella my fucking time. And I was like, see, this is why I don't fucking do this shit. Because these bitches like she's hella. She got a thrill just out of wasting my fucking time. Three hours. Being a voyeur, you know, sending me naked photos of herself. Like she got off on that. Like it just so you got to be really careful and limit the conversation. Yeah. Because of shit like that. Yeah. So um, always scope out the ads first because, you know, you could usually get most of the details you need there. And got then, it. you know, um, contact them whichever way they prefer and just keep the, the questions really general and stuff. Don't expect conversations with your partner and them on the phone to make it less awkward. We right. We're not doing all that. Right, right, right. No. So, um, 
<laughs> yeah. You better already be comfortable <laughs> We're not when getting I get an there. Intro for like no, yeah, yeah. Be ready. Like I'm, you know, <laughs> that's for y'all to talk about before I get there. Not I'm not doing all that. Yeah, yeah. So, um yeah, I mean, I just thought that was uh Yeah, definitely because I was like share. I'm so sorry to keep bugging you with these fucking amateur questions. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but, you know, you learn something new every day. Yeah. <clears throat> and um you know, Wow, I just did a you and lost my whole fucking train of thought. That happens to me so often. It's embarrassing. Motherfucker. God damn. It's all right. Um, you know, when I was, when I, so, oh, I know. It's totally off subject. You didn't have to make that noise, but okay. What? Jesus what were you going to say? I'm like totally, totally off subject, but. I was going to say when I took um, Will to get his COVID vax at the Coliseum. This mm-hmm. has nothing to do with sex work, by the way. You see how my fucking brain works? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely nothing. It was set up like the end of the world. Yeah. It was like military and stuff, right? It was FEMA. I didn't go there, but I saw like news clips and then I saw yes. your videos that you guys posted on the stories and stuff. And um, it looked very secure. It was. It's very well organized yeah. for the amount of people like, holy shit. But there's FEMA, there's the military police, there's state agencies, there's like park rangers. Like it's in, it's kind of incredible the amount of people that have came together to, you know. Organize. Yeah, it is. But I it's also thinking, really scary um, driving in. Like, what the fuck? I was thinking it was because think about all the anti-vaxxers and shit and mm-hmm. like how many threats are probably circulating from these ignorant ass people. Yeah. So that is a thing like, to, you know, pre- imminent danger or whatever can be present like that. Um, also, what if someone wants to steal and like rob everybody and take right. the shit? You know that what? That would explain armed guards too, because some you know imagine how much money that would be worth like on the black market. You know what? I bet you that's why. So when you pull up, you like go through this whole maze of cones, right? And then mm-hmm. when it's your turn, you pull up, and there's like five people at each station, and you have to wait like five minutes while they go get the vax for each car. It's it's not. They don't like, have them in their pocket. Type no. Shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I'm sure that's why. why. I mean, and you think about what goes on out here. Like news camera crews were just robbed in San Francisco the other day, <sighs> and they took Christ. their fucking ten thousand dollar video cameras or whatever. Come like, on. you know, they will take your shit. Like, and I something valuable like a vaccine and shit. If you get a case of those, that on craigslist like <laughs> or on the dark me. web like you know yeah. they would go for hella fucking money so i'm you gotta protect that kind of shit like armored car yeah. type shit it's fucking crazy yeah they squirted your brother in the eye they did she was prepping the vax i have it on, it's on our page but, so unprofessional and what are you doing right in his fucking eye not to mention the coliseum had an issue where they were underdosing people yes. the vaccine like a day before he yep. went were they squirting some of it on people on accident so they didn't get a full dose so was that part of his dose he was supposed to get so my mom got concerned and she consulted with the doctor she showed him the video yeah consulted with them and they said no he should be okay but that was my mom's number one concern is fuck there goes some of my vaccine yeah yeah well it went in his eye so maybe it absorbed through the eye tissue you can get covid you know from your eye so 
I don't know, but that that was like, it was, how, and then, are you an amateur? What are you fucking doing? And then she didn't even say what happened until I said what happened. And then when he said it squirted in my eye, and she eye, didn't apologize, she went, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that's when I hella laughed like what the you're fuck? screaming and laughing which doesn't make it better I'm like bitch I'd have been like can you go give me another one we're about to do this over matter of fact send a different nurse because it's our luck I, it's, it's yeah, why we, we always, can never do anything smoothly no nothing it's nothing. why we always have funny stories to tell it's why nothing this ever show goes, exists yeah nothing goes according never. to plan it can never be a normal day <laughs> ever that that was a prime example of that i was like of course of course that would happen i sent you the video right after it happened and you were <sighs> like oh my fucking god yeah of course right i'm so over it it's how it rolls i think some people's lives definitely ours are just like that where it's like yeah. always some fucking weird shit yep yep um speaking of police have you seen I posted on our story a while ago where cops are now playing music on their phones mm-hmm. when they when you fucking go to record them doing their bullshit mm-hmm. in hopes that, you know, copyright co- laws will get the videos taken yep. down so that these videos won't be able to be shared. But my thing is, if you're not doing anything wrong, why are you counteracting Mm-hmm. My recording Oh, cops you. don't like to be filmed reg- uh, regardless of anything. No matter what the situation is, they get so fucking pissed if they see your phone out at all. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm not surprised by that at all. But I feel like there's a way around that. There is. Someone was saying there's some, um, there's a program where you can just remove the music. Yeah. Or put the video on fucking silent and have yeah. it just captions. Right. So, right. neener, neener. There's different ways. Fuck them. Um, Definitely. We didn't get to watch. Well, I didn't. Did you watch the <clears throat> Megan? I got to watch uh, 50 minutes of it. 50? Yes. Oh, I didn't watch it. Okay, well, don't, we can't really do that because I haven't watched it God yet. <laughs> damn it. So it's an hour and a half. And then the second half, I believe, aired last night. Yeah. Um, For those who haven't watched it, if you do want to watch the Megan and Harry interview with Oprah, uh, download the CBS app. That's where you streamed it? Yep. And it's free. I mean, you have to sit. Is it the some, whole thing? Yep. And okay. yeah, you have to sit through. No more ads than Hulu. You yeah, know, yeah. Probably actually less than Hulu. How I wonder if I could download it on my TV. A, the mental health shit is wild. I expect racism from the royal family. Hello, they're a monarchy of colonizers. Right, they right. Still That's have what they do. <laughs> artifa- stolen artifacts yeah, in their possession. That they'll loan out to Africa and other countries where they stole them, but they won't return them. Right. They'll loan them out. Right. So, the nerve. So even Meghan Markle... Um, you know, as light as she is, I already knew there was going to be some issues. Of course. Uh, the mental health shit, though, is what blew my mind because I don't know if you know this, but one of their missions, you know, they they refer to the monarchy as the foundation. I mean, the firm, the firm. or the institution. Yeah. And one of the firm or the institution's missions, I'm going to call it missions because, you know, they go around the world. Um, <clears throat> it's mental health. I didn't know that. They're big mental health advocates. You fucking liars. Advocates? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. But you treat your own like... The mental health part. We're going to have to revisit this because I need to watch it. Yes. I feel so uninformed right now. I didn't think you watched it. Girl. The the herd... Oh my god, the mental health is what fucking the really, memes have just had me so entertained. She really was at a point where she wanted to die. She was yeah. gonna kill herself. She told Harry, "Don't leave me by myself. I don't trust myself." And That's they so still sad. refused her medical care. 
And something else I didn't know, when you become part of the royal family and live on the royal compound, Mm -hmm. they take your keys, your passport, your ID, all of it. Yeah, what is that? Prison. I belong to you now? Basically. That's creepy. You're not going to embarrass us is basically what that means. You do what we say when we do. I don't like that. Mm -mm. Fuck no. I don't like that at all. There's no amount of royal peen that would ever make me want to do that. Mm Mm-mm. Well, I just want to say that Harry is um, a wonderful uh, partner. Yeah, I was just going to say a wonderful example of a partner and supportive and and all that from what I did see, you know, the clips I was able to watch. Yeah, I want you to watch it and then we can talk about it next week because it's, you know, holy shit. That made me think, too. um, I don't know if I shared this before, but I in Britain, did you know one in 55 adults have LCD? No. That's high. Why is it so high there? I don't know. I'm like, is this a white thing? I don't know. <laughs> One in 55 people in Britain have OCD. I, wow. I got to check the numbers here. But it's that the just, water. That, yeah, that sounded really fucking high. And I'm like, that, I can pinpoint where I got it from then. <laughs> it's from my British <laughs> fucking It's from roots. the white people side. <laughs> yep. So I'm just, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Jesus speaking Christ. of race and, and DNA and whatnot, um, ancestry, I have some weird, not weird. I just wanted to share details about ancestry and a little bit about how DNA works. I know we touched on this before. Yeah. They send me, um, emails periodically when I have like updates to my profile or if like another family member was added, shit like that. Yeah. They'll or send, if your percentage has changed. Yeah. Or- they'll send you a notification. As they add more regions and shit like right. that. So I got one the other day and it said, um, the headline said something like, log in now to see if you're Irish. And I was like, <laughs> look, like, fuck you. Nobody asked My you mom's going to be pissed if I'm Irish. <laughs> right, right. Sherry's going to flip. that came from them listening to me, I'm sure. From Probably. them fucking, you know, the, the way social media snoops on people, yeah. right? And so I was like, this is no coincidence. Fuck you guys. Nobody asked you for that. <laughs> So um, anyway, I go on there and I'm like looking and um, because someone, a a relative was added or whatever, like third cousin or something, somebody I don't know. And so, you know, there's all these different windows you could click and shit. And one of them is basically like, what if your results are not what you thought? Or what if your siblings do not share the same results as you or whatever? And so they, they put a very clearly, clearly worded, like easy to understand um, explanation of kind of how DNA works mm-hmm. and they used like blocks like letter alphabet blocks as mm-hmm. an example <coughs> sorry <coughs> so basically like two parents have these blocks right and when they have children um, these blocks are not passed down equally the way that you think they would be right? right so one sibling could get more of the blocks from the parents than the other one um, you know some could have more some could have less it's very random the way that the blocks are passed down some may not have certain blocks at all yeah I'm an example of that yes I don't have any Italian in my profile it's so fucking crazy what is going on my mom is Italian and yes. not just kind of Italian, like my family's Italian. Yes. So um, I constantly am checking and I'm like, this is so fucking weird. But you know what? Growing up, 
isn't it weird? Like, I've never really called myself Italian or identified as that. I've always been like, oh, I'm Mexican and blah, blah, blah. And that's the majority of my DNA profile is all these indigenous and Latin countries and regions, but and then no Italian and very little of like everything else. Yeah. Um, It's very fucking weird just that I've always kind of not really identified with that. Like, I've been like, oh, I'm part German. You know, I I always would kind of say that. And that showed up on my profile, but the Italian didn't. You know what's wild is I know that uh, when me and my brothers do it, ours is going to be very different where I tan easily and, you know, I... I can tan. Will can't tan at all. Yeah. So I know for a fact he pulled more of the Irish blood or Scottish. I think it was Scottish. Um, I, I He pulled more of that than I did because our skin coloring is so different. Yeah. Um, Richard's kind of in the middle of us where he, he can tan. But Will, for the life of him, we, we even tried to put him in a tanning bed and do it slowly. He can't he fucking tan. Yeah. He gets like zero pink. negative melanin. Yes. Zero. <laughs> he gets pinker and pinker. So I can't wait to see the, you know, the discrepancy. So it shows you the percentages. As long as those people get DNA tested also, it'll show you what you share and, and the calculations. It's really crazy because like I have twin cousins, right? And they're both on there, but I share more DNA with one twin than the other. Isn't that wild? And yeah, and it, it just made me really realize, like, I encourage you guys to go and read it, especially if you have an ancestry profi- profile, you can access all this. But um, humans are just way more individual and unique than I realized. You know Definitely. what I mean? I always thought that, like, okay, y- your parents are this, so you must be 50% this, yep. and that it, it, you know, logical breakdown of of math right it's right. it's not like that it's very random it's very um unique to each individual and like i said two siblings can have two totally different backgrounds and they can only share they can share no more than 50 percent dna unless they are twins but they could it, that number could be so significantly yeah. low you know like you, yeah. you never know it's at random it's literally at random looking at you know, let's Nye and Stevie, for instance. I know for sure they're going to be wide, wildly different. different. Yes, Naya, their percentages will be completely fucking different. Yes, yeah, and I, I, they're so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I, it's a fascinating thing, it. but it, it just made me like look at race and everything else just so much more different because we're not um, equal carbon copies. We're not equal copies of our parents. No, we're not. We're, we're not. We're our DNA is kind of selected at random. It's like Russian roulette with DNA. Pre- exactly. You cannot predict it. No. So I could have so much more of one thing. You know what I mean? It just, it doesn't mathematically, it's not what it, you would think it would be. You can't go two plus two is four. It's not. Nope. It's not. It never is. It could be 97. And I never fucking knew that. Yeah, so, I didn't either yeah. until. But it makes sense. You know, yeah. I, we've seen people with like, um. There's that, I think it's a Nigerian family and Mm -hmm. they have a baby that's blonde with blue eyes. Yes. And the rest of the family are all black. And they're like, oh, it was a big joke for a while in the media. Like she must have had a baby with someone else, but they did DNA testing. That baby belongs to the father who was a black man. Genes are crazy. Yes. But obviously pulled hella more fucking Caucasian DNA out of nowhere. Yes. Just like, you know, if you You have darker DNA down the generations you know two white people could produce a darker baby if there are those genes mm-hmm. down the line somewhere and 
I, I think that shit is so cool. It is. It's fascinating to me. It's I mean, I've always been super fascinated and interested in race and culture and yes. ethnicity. Always, always, ever since a kid. But just learning this now, it just it's like looking at it all with different eyes because it's like even though your parents are this or that, that doesn't mean you are. You know no. what I mean? Like I have an Italian mother. I'm not pulling any Italian. So you can't look at my mom and be like, oh, she's a t-. no, I'm not. Technically, nope. I'm not. I know. Isn't that yeah, crazy? I'm not an Italian person. Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah, it's hella weird. Yeah. So how, you know, it's it's just very shocking. So yeah. I think that's hella interesting. And I encourage people. I think it's like 60 bucks right now. Do it. To get an um, ancestry profile. You should do it. I am. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this yeah. week, actually. I mean, I was, I pulled Cuban. Like, who's Cuban? Like, I, but right. I, but no Italian. You know what I mean? Like, it's so fucking weird. Like, where did this shit come from? I'm going to be pissed if my shit comes back fucking German, French, Scottish. Like, no, I mean, you never know. Like, I who know. knows? I'm everything except Asian. <laughs> I'm all kinds of white. I'm all kinds of European. Um, I'm all kinds of fucking um, indigenous and Latino. And there's some African countries that were pulled everything except asian that's the only like continent i didn't fucking pull from yeah i know from looking at my mom's uh there's some scottish there's some like five percent um oh god an african country and then there's like some uh is it iberian peninsula Mm -hmm. um you know and then you know there's a bunch of random white shit but i know when i do mine what if I don't pull any of that? Right. And it's all right. Billy side. Right, right. And it's something that like you didn't even expect somewhere right. like like mine. Like who the fuck is that? You know? Yeah. I mean, we have some shady business going on on right. my family anyway. Right. Like the parents and misplay, you know, rearranged right. and whatnot that we didn't know about. But it's just crazy because, yeah, the shit with my mom is mind blowing. I'd be telling her all the time, you need to do one because what if you're not Italian, bitch? Right. Then what? Well, who do you belong to? (laughs) And she's like, no, I know who my dad is. I look just like my dad when I was little and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl, you think that. I don't know. Who knows? Let's see. Let's find out. Because it's not what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Will she do it or no? I don't know. She's weird, you know. Yeah. She's not trusting, which I don't blame. Yeah. I don't fault anybody for that. I just, I'm nosy, so I want to know. Yeah. You know? Speaking of not trusting, I was telling Patafria yesterday that, on some of these anti-vax forums, I was seeing people say, all of you getting the the vaccine are so dumb. Your DNA is being fucking rewired and, and I mutated. Hope. And I said, I fucking <laughs> hope that's what's going on. We can only hope that's the Get case. Get rid of the fucking mental illness, the fucking addiction. skin picking, the addiction yes. gene. Please fucking yes. rewire this yeah. DNA. Bitch, I wish it would fucking reprogram <laughs> my DNA. I would get four more vaccines. <laughs> I know, just to make sure my kids are cool. Yeah. And they don't get none of this fucked up shit we got. Yeah, what the fuck? DNA is wild. Can I just tell you really quick before we take a break? Last night I was on the porch smoking a cigarette. And Naya came out to ask me something. And as she's asking me, she goes, there's a bug on your shoulder. And it was a big mosquito eater. And I stood up and I said, and I walked toward her and I said, help me get it, get it. And she said, fuck no. And turned and ran the opposite direction and left me to die, dude. So So now now you know know when the apocalypse happens, which child to leave, because how dare she leave me to die? So First and foremost, mosquito mosquito eaters. They're also called millers. I think don't fucking bite. They're called crane flies, too. They They, don't fucking bite. But they're big. What are you scared of? 
there. The one bug. They're harmless. I don't want it on me. It's ugly. It has a big long nose. It's gross. This bitch, so do I. I'll. <laughs> If I I'm truly look at you and see a mosquito here, I'm gonna be so fucking. Pissed. I'm truly offended, bitch. That is offensive. What? Wow, they're so harmless. They have hella legs. I don't even they're fucking huge. kill them. I don't even keep, like if they're in the house. Whatever, you'll get out. Like I don't even try. I have a. a I have a. A. Uh, a fucked up relationship with mosquito eaters because I've never liked them. They're huge. They don't eat mosquitoes. I feel like their name is a lie, and. Uh, in the summertime, they come on my porch in droves. Like, a lot. there's like 50, and they cause me to sp- tear or sprain or hurt pull yourself. My intercostal fucking muscle. No, that's your own fault. That No, they didn't tell you to panic. There's no reason for panic. I had like 50 of them swarming around me. It was a 911 emergency. I picked up a broom. I started jumping around with my old ass swinging the broom girl i pulled that muscle it took fucking four weeks to heal i had to sleep sitting up on the couch with a heating pad it was bad i couldn't every time so I now took a you breath have ptsd in, from something you did I to yourself hate them so when i said when she said there's a bug on your shoulder it's a mosquito eater instantly i was like help me you know i screamed the neighbors probably thought we were getting murdered she said fuck no took off and closed the door and i said wow bitch i almost died giving birth to you and you couldn't even help me get this bug I just felt so much betrayal. You passed that down to her. To your own people. Bugs are not a big deal. I do not give a fuck about bugs. Some some bugs aren't a big deal. They're not. But those bugs? It's irrational. mm -hmm. I let beetles crawl on me and shit. Okay. I'd be more worried about them. They're really leggy. There's a lot of legs. There's like six wings. They're big. Mm -mm. Just thinking about it. making me want to go like this. Real quick, before we take a break, um, we have a situation with the merch. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to let you explain that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so fucking much. So <laughs> let me tell you guys. So, hey, guys, listen. <laughs> let me tell you. So. <laughs> let me just say this. The mer- the last merch order that has gone out, a lot of you guys have received it. We've got some photos, which are great. Please keep sending them. I love to repost love them. them. I love to see you guys in the merch. Makes me happy. Makes my heart smile. We did not ship these. These were direct shipped from the vendor. Yes. With that being said, so take it away. I handled the fucking order uh, with our last... Um, the last uh, place we dealt with merch with. Just say what the issue is. <laughs> God damn it. You know, I love to over explain <laughs> no. everything. Uh-uh. Everybody doesn't need to know all that. So mine and Mark's merch was delivered over the weekend. I have a small. I opened it. I was like, cool. It looks good. Right. I have mm-hmm. it on right now. A sweatshirt she's talking about. Only the, this is only pertains to hoodies. Mark had a large. I opened Mark's large and I'm like, <laughs> that's nice. There's a Hello Dysfunction badge on the front of his hoodie. <laughs> she calls me. My She's OCD like was off the First, rails. First, she sends me text messages. Before I get a chance to even open the text messages, she calls and she's like, did you fucking I see it? I have to FaceTime you right now. Yes. Oh, yeah. You FaceTime me. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? So she shows, she's like, look at this shit. It's like a, the smallest fucking logo they could have put on a larger size hoodie. So what happened is basically on the small, it's a six and a half by seven inch logo. And it just got put on every size, even up to a 3X, a six and a half by yeah, seven. Yeah, that's not how it works. No. No. So I was on the phone with them all morning. It's rectified. It's going to be rectified. New hoodies will be sent out to anybody who got a size large or bigger. So if you guys got one of those with the mini badge on the front, 
<laughs> just wear it to work don't show people please wear that shit to bed don't um, tell anybody about yeah. us until you have your new it was one. not our mistake no so uh and it is going to be handled so you will be expecting a new one in the fucking mail and we're sorry yeah surprisingly nobody has messaged us about like hey they're probably like these bitches never again <laughs> never again <laughs> You guys, I mean, you did put up a thing on the story like, hey, I think there's an issue with some yeah. larger size items. Um, we're going to take care of it. So this is your announcement. Um, yeah. You got another one coming. So sorry. Wear the other one to bed, wear it to work or whatever. Like um, if get it dirty. I don't know. That could be like your play clothes. Seriously. But for the other one. Yeah, you'll you'll get a proper. Don't wear one. it in a real outfit with your nice shoes. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. But I wasn't. I lied. Here we are. (laughs) I thought the music was going to (laughs) play. All right. We're drunk. We're recording this episode drunk. I'm out of it, and I think I'm getting heartburn. You guys might get GERD live. Live 911 You could call. hear me cry in distress. And That'd me, be great content. Me trying to calm her down. It's okay. It's going to be me okay. Me rolling on the floor in agony. It's not funny. Please. I know. We shouldn't even be joking. We're knock on wood. Right. Um, I didn't tell you... Uh, so I've increased my, I had another phone psych appointment the other day. Mm -hmm. And so we increased my Prozac, but instead of introducing Wellbutrin, which is what I used to take in addition to, we're going to switch it to Lamictal. Uh, why did they say? Um, she was just talking to me about like my symptoms and what I am experiencing. Mm -hmm. And that is supposed to be really good for intrusive thoughts and racing thoughts. Oh, that's cool. And so she was like, I know um, you took Wellbutrin before, but I just really want you to try. Don't smell the microphone. Fuck you. It smells so good. Her nose was just pressed against (laughs) her tiny nose on the microphone. We have new mics. Um, But yeah, she said to try it. And Mm so I had posted on my socials hey like has anybody tried um i think she also wanted me to try abilify she was like pick out of those two and next month we'll start them right? i've heard good stuff about abilify too. i took abilify before though Did and you? it made me twitch so oh I no stopped. not good for and you. so i told her that and she said that is one of the side effects but it's not super common but i, I said i remember it of course so, you would get it right Fuck. but um I had posted basically like, hey, have any of you guys, t- do any of you or have you taken Abilify or Lamictal? Can you let me know your experience? Do you like them? Hella people said they were on um, Lamictal for a long time and they love it. And I got very Good. few, like the one rare side effect that people were complaining about with that, excuse me, was, is you can get a really bad rash from it, but mm. you'll get it pretty um instant I yeah think. early like on. early yeah and um this rash it can get really fucking bad um and i think you're supposed to wean yourself off the medicine not just stop it com- like completely right. if, if the rash develops like it could be really serious it could even be life-threatening mm-hmm. um and so a few people did tell me i got that badass rash so i had to stop it uh. but um everybody else said they loved it and a lot of people said that abilify made them like not feel emotions which i don't want oh yeah no and that it 
made their body movements weird. It made them feel like they weren't controlling their body movements properly. That's and I said weird. it made me twitch. So that was what made my decision was I was like, I'm definitely gonna try the Lamictal instead because I wanna say I got forty positive responses good. about it. Yeah. That's so, good feedback. Yeah. And if if this medicine is better for that specifically, that's what I'm struggling with yeah. mostly right now. Like the Prozac handles the other OCD stuff. That's and, really encouraging. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. When um, my when my dad, um, you know, he's been through a bunch of psych meds for his paranoid schizophrenia, but when he, uh, when Thorazine was one of them that he tried, he got, they call it the Thorazine shuffle where you don't lift your feet, you walk a certain way. Oh. And um, there, I, I want, maybe it was lithiums uh, made him twitch. Mm. So both of those meds. We're no good for him. Uh-uh, they yeah. cause hell of bad uh, twitching I've movement had side effects. Before, but it just knocked me out. It's just like taking a tranquilizer. Like I wouldn't even be able to function and um and take that. My dad's ready to drive cross country on it. It speeds him up. <laughs> He's ready to go. <laughs> no, no, not for me. That's exciting but though. I, yeah. When do you start it? Um, in a month. So, uh, yeah. She told so me. So is she having you not introduce the Wellbutrin again at all? No, not right now. No, Got it. we'll see. Because I don't, I, I added that before because um, I was having really low energy and like yeah. I couldn't get out of bed and shit. And so when we added that, that really helped, but I'm not having those problems right now. So I, that's why I haven't started Isn't it. Isn't crazy how your chemistry it, changes? Yeah, yeah. It's ever evolving mm -hmm. and you, that's why it's important to, you know, keep appointments and right. things Review like that. How things are going. Definitely. But um, yeah, she had, we had just talked about those two medications and I told her, like, give me a few weeks to decide which one I wanted, but I decided pretty quickly. So oh, good. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see if it um, curbs, you know, the intrusive thoughts. Yeah. My sister and my niece were at the house when I was doing my phone appointment and they came in the room to get <clears throat> um, PP and I was like on the phone. And she was, the doctor was asking me, well, like, what are the thoughts? Like, give me an example of oh, the thought. Fuck. And so all my sister heard me say was, I come in the room and I imagine Pee-Pee's head cut off. <laughs> and she picked up Pee-Pee and she goes, you're going to go home with me, okay? You're going to go, we're going to pack your little bag. You're going to go home with me. And I was like, I'm on a doctor's appointment phone call. You're like, like she's whispering to Pee-Pee, don't worry, you're coming home with Pee -Pee, me. Pee-Pee, I'll keep you safe. She's what the fuck are you fucking and she never asked me later what was that like she probably just thinks i'm out of my it's mind it's just your mama it's just, just her, your fucking it's mom just her being her <laughs> right. i just realized she never asked me what the fuck i was talking about that's fucking hilarious but um yeah today she turned six months you guys i don't know how that happened i don't either i feel like she... we were just in that room having her yes she's a six-month-old baby today and she's still little. Happy half birthday, Pee-Pee. And you tiny yeah. baby angel. She's the best. You know, although I will say, I don't know what new shit she's on, but she's been waking up all throughout the night the past two no. nights. Hi, what's going on? I was like, the first night, I was like, okay, is she cold? Because like... I want to say there's no weather stripping around my bedroom window, maybe, because yeah. it gets a little drafty right there. So I was like, maybe she's cold. So mm -hmm. like, even though she sleeps in like warm jammies, I bundled her up and I switched places with her in the middle of the night. And I, I kept her wrapped up really good. And I was like, maybe 
she's waking up because she's cold. And right. then I was like, could she be like getting more hungry, like because of a growth spurt? So I added more cereal to her bottle. And I was like, you know, but she wasn't really crying for a bottle. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like how you go from sleeping all night Since and being birth, being the best baby. No, she started at like four months sleeping all through the night with no wake-ups yeah but How she you was never from... a crier she would just wake up have right. a bottle yeah that's what she does now she don't really cry she'll just be like eh, eh, like squirmy and like making grunting noises until i wake up but like why are you waking me up now and you never did like what's the maybe it's a growth spurt or maybe like, i don't fucking know maybe she should start sleeping in the living room by herself <laughs> maybe she should start <laughs> sleeping on the patio in a tent I don't know. Nobody wants to hear that shit at fucking 3 a.m. <laughs> right. Baby I've had it. It's been a breeze. Like, I haven't been. Had it you know, so easy. Yeah. We had a good thing. Like, what's going on? Mm. She's like, know. if you want to be screaming with your GERD shit, I'm going to fucking give you some baby. I got some drama, too. Right. I'll bring some drama. Yeah. You want to know something? What? Remember the story about how pineapples, motherfuckers, uh, to my brothers. But remember the story about how I um, gave a blowjob a few hours before I was scheduled to go to the dentist and I brushed my teeth and shit, but I ended up finding a fucking pube in my teeth like moments before I went in the dentist. Did you find it or the, did the dentist I find did. it? I did. Okay. Because something kept poking my gum and I was like, <gasps> what the fuck, dude? I just brushed my teeth. I flossed. And eventually I fucked with it until I got it out and it was a fucking pube. And I was like, thank God. I did that. Could you imagine his dinner time conversation? Listen, so I just, I read an article that said there was a doctor or a dentist on TikTok who's, um, it went viral. He basically was like, I get asked this question a lot and I'm here to tell you that yes, we can tell when you've, if you've given blowjobs in the last read, couple of I hours. I read a post about that. Okay, so tell me how. The soft palate at the uh -huh. roof of your mouth. Uh-huh. Uh, you know how when somebody's strangled or suffocated, they get petechi hem petechiae hemorrhaging in their eyes where it's little bursted blood vessels? Yes. It's a t form of bruising and irritation. Uh-huh. It looks like a hickey. On your soft palate, those form, especially if you're really being a sex Shut monster. If you're really good at it. Slamming it in there. What? They can, they can tell. Wait a minute. So they're like, I could tell this bitch so is So when active. I pulled that pube out and thought I was in the clear, absolutely was not. They were oh like, she's God. a fucking slut. You want to know something funny that I found out too? What? So back in the day, at one point, I was going to get a nose job. Yeah. And I went to a consultation and me and my fucking client were there because he was going to pay for it. And we did the consultation I'm so glad you whatever. didn't, by the way. Um, I am too. We fucking, I didn't have any hair in my nose. And it was from cocaine. You know what? <laughs> she almost burnt choked. it all. So they fucking. Ah, I, ah. I think he mentioned it to me and was Shut like, up. "Yeah, like it wasn't hella bad or anything." But he mentioned like, um, you know, like I can tell, like you partied. He's <laughs> like, I can tell you're a good time. <laughs> good time, you Charlie. Know, like if, for if that goes on for too long, it can burn through your palate. Yes. Like you could have a hole in your palate from yes. from it. But you can um, burn fucking holes. Yeah, in if, your you, if you don't have fucking nose hair, um, they know you've been partying. All of you, stop right now <laughs> stop. and go to the mirror. This was many fucking Look years and see ago. If you have this nose was like hairs. thirteen years ago. So yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you're not as slick as you think you are. You Doctors suck dick and, and snort coke. Yeah, you're a party girl. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we like your we know why you're here with this old man <laughs> right. we know this isn't your dad right <laughs> now you know <laughs> so we're not as slick as we think you guys yeah that's crazy don't suck dick fucking two hours before your dentist appointment or do it and own that shit and wink at your dentist and maybe get some discounts dude right i like that idea much better yeah it's expensive yeah we're going to mexico one day um I just want to share my TV stuff real quick. Go for it. And then I have like a couple of stories. I just watched the Megan Harry shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all you mm. watched. Um, what? I got one thing. What after. else? Oh, I watched, uh, I watched Bliss, the new, um, girl I was about to say, Owen Hart, the wrestler, Owen Wilson and Selma Hayek. I don't know what it's that is. It's a new is. movie. Oh, it's new? Yeah. Oh. It's one of those movies where at the end, you know nothing. It basically leaves it up to interpretation. Oh, those piss me off. I did. I got mad at the ending. I I'm get like, mad at I want to be told. Yeah. Um, Don't leave me hanging. She's so fucking beautiful. She's 54. Mm-hmm. And she she's still looks incredible. But that's all I've watched. Um. Okay. So I watched the Biggie documentary mm-hmm. that's on Netflix. It's really fucking good. Um, I didn't even know there was one. It's yeah, it was just released and um, it's really good. It, there's a lot of talk with his mom and stuff and about his childhood and everything. And um, I didn't know that like his mom, I believe she's Jamaican mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's really good. But this one scene um, he has on a first down parka jacket. Do you remember those? Yeah. And it triggered a memory for me. Um, I remember I went to this like little hood store in in hilltop mall that mm-hmm. had those and i bought one and i i wanted one so bad i didn't want to leave the mall without it and i ended up getting like a men's triple x you're ridiculous i was like 15 years old mind you you know how small i was back then it was a trench coat that's when i used to wear like sweats under my jeans because i was so tiny yeah and insecure about it because i was so fucking small um so it was imagine like a men's triple x you looked like you were floating puff coat parka (laughs) it looked like a sleeping bag it looked like i had a sleeping bag with a hood and i literally bought it and i remember i zipped it up and i folded the bottom half of it inside like underneath tucked it and i was like i could just do this and because and so you I could, had, cause I, had I wasn't leaving the mall without one. And it was like $150, like close to 200 bucks. And I went home and nobody asked me, this is just an example of things that I would go home with and nobody would ask me where I got this shit from. Like I would come home with new Air Max or, you know, right. back then I was hustling and I was making money with my friends. Yeah, and you weren't working uh, a real, well, no, not a real, you I weren't working doing, a job. I wasn't working a job yet. I wasn't doing sex work yet. I was hustling with my friends. Like yeah. we were taking BART and hustling. And I was coming home with like expensive shit for a kid. I was like 14 or 15. And I just remember like no one ever fucking asked me. Nobody was like, where'd you get that men's snowsuit from? Because <laughs> I know it was probably pricey. Where did you get that goose down sleeping bag that you're wearing? Where did you get all those shoes that you have? Yeah, you if had a lot of shoes. Home, if bunny came home with that shit i would immediately Immediately. be like where is the money coming from you little girl you know what i mean like no one asked me shit Mm -mm. no one asked me shit it just 
kind of mind mind boggling, well, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and when I saw that in the documentary, I was like, dude, I just was doing whatever. It and makes no you one wonder. Was checking on me, were they oblivious or didn't pay attention or just they were like, saw? Didn't I mean, care. I think they were just so tired and just didn't want. They to. were like, it's fucking Maria doing her shit again. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up when you think about yeah, it. Definitely. I mean, luckily nothing happened to me because if it did, like you know, what nobody was helping me out. We would come home with like thirteen bras with bags of stolen my grandma shit still too. did my laundry yeah yeah not cheap shit either no i'm t- perfume colognes uh, fucking gift sets of hell perfume. Of shit hell of shit yeah i forgot about our little shoplifting days yeah nobody ever asked nobody, why do you have no. 37 pairs of men's calvin klein pajama bottoms right why do you have all this stuff where is this coming from right, no yeah. one ever fucking asked until we got caught and then donna threatened to kill me yeah that's just whatever i thought about that anyway the documentary is really good watch it i also watched pretend it's a city which is on netflix and it's like a mini series um docuseries with fran lebowitz do you know who that is she's like this older new yorker i think she's a jewish lady she's an author she also used to write for magazines and stuff sounds very familiar she's famous she's older though she's like maybe in her 70s or something i'd say but she's basically like a hard-ass tough new york broad yeah and she's very opinionated and she's very outspoken and she reminded me a lot of my grandpa my grandpa's from new york mm-hmm. has that same attitude that same way of talking and shit and um it, I, I just put it on one day and it was like so interesting and she's like such a cool old broad like that's the best way to put it so i don't know you i know love what? outspoken um, elder folks, you know, yeah, if they're and, you on know, the and right she side used to, uh, you know, she's like famous. She's she's written for. She used to work with like Andy Warhol, and she tells some That's stories cool. about working with him. I guess they never got along, and then you know, she <laughs> just tells all these stories through her life. And she's also um, doesn't believe in technology. She doesn't own a cell phone at all. I love. She that. doesn't have the computer or none of that the at computer. all. She, she, you know, she just, yeah, she writes handwritten letters like shit like that. She does. I love that. Writes her books on paper, like you know, she's old school. That's cool. But it's yeah, it's really cool. I like the show. So, excuse me. It's called Pretend It's a City. Then I took a deep dive. I started watching Chris Lee Knows Best. Do you know what that is? The Chrisleys. Todd Chrisley, you don't like him? Uh, Your face is sour. <laughs> it's all right. So if you don't know, I thought he was gay. I still, I think, he's still gay. think he's gay. Yeah. So he's a white, flamboyant white guy. Very. With a wife and kids. And they live but in I mean, this- maybe that's fucked up of us to think that. But he does come off as. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. Flamboyant. Oh. I'll get into that. Okay. But basically, um, the show, uh, Chris Lee Knows Best, I don't know what year it started, but I found it on like Peacock or something and I started watching it. And it's him and his kids and um, his wife. And they have like some, they live in a mansion, basically a 30,000 square foot mansion yes, in they have fucking money. Atlanta, right? So um, it's just like their day to day life. But they have a little bit of dysfunction too. And, like, he has two kids from a previous marriage. They're, like, a blended family, one of which was diagnosed bipolar. 
Really? And he has a drug problem. I knew that. So he, um, you know, they show some struggles. I'm at a point now in the episodes where they've, you know, spoke out about that. And he kind of went missing and shit like that and like disappears when he's on drug binges. And he has a daughter who is mixed race. She's, She's a little black daughter. And what ended up happening was um, Todd and his wife, the parents, they got custody. They're, they're the daughter's grandparents. Yeah. They got custody of her so that, you know, they can take care of her and everything. And I guess the plan was so that the son could be more present in her life. But it looks like he just keeps going to MIA. But they have, like, their grandmother who lives nearby. That's who that son lives with. And um, just some stuff with their family. And it's it's really good. Um He's like super flamboyant, like I said. He's kind of funny. Yeah, he lots of one-liners and shit that he's always saying. Dad Every, jokes. Yeah, quotables mm-hmm. his, his episodes. But um I got all into it, right? And then <laughs> what did I do? I don't know if I googled him. I, I want to say I googled him Probably. because they were in the media not too long ago because he posted a photo. Some people were making some racist comments about his granddaughter and he went off. And so that was what made me first recognize the name because I remember reading that story. Yeah. So um, basically, they're like criminals on the low. Who? Him and his wife. Why? So I got in this rabbit hole. This was like at fucking four o'clock in the morning the other day. And I was like reading what I all she shouldn't this be shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so basically, they were indicted on tax evasion charges like a lot like millions and like his net worth right now is negative 50 million i'm not shocked basically his wife has money from real estate Mm, air quote (laughs) right real estate endeavors and they moved they downsized they moved to like south carolina or somewhere maybe tennessee to a smaller house which is also a fucking mansion right it was actually more than the mansion that it's a smaller space but it's like 3.4 million and the house that they were in was like 1.3 million. They're still fucking millionaires, right? Right. But they were indicted, but because of corona, like they their trial got postponed and like they ended up getting some of the shit um thrown out, but they're still going to have to go to court on a bunch of other shit. Hey, tax evasion fucking charges are no joke. Oh my fucking Remember god. Remember Wesley did jail time. A lot of people did. Yes. And I was like, "Holy shit." So like um that and then I'm I'm reading more and he has an older daughter that's from a previous marriage and it says that they don't have she's on the show it says that he doesn't have any contact with her anymore because the son one of the sons and him blackmailed her and told her they're gonna if she doesn't go along with a story that had to do with the tax shit if she didn't lie for them they were gonna leak a sex tape of her and it's like oh. really fucking messy shit and i was like oh my god your daughter are you kidding me like basically if you don't you know claim this tax shit and, and say it was yours sick. yes and so now it's like i can't watch it the same because we don't know the outcome yet and i don't know you know he hasn't gone to court yet and like how could you do that to your child yes so now they have no contact with her and then i'm reading in some articles um statements that like the the wife made like well we wish her the best we send her the best and blah 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 but and she adopted her that would like she, the little girl wanted her to adopt her when she was growing up. Right. 
so she didn't feel left out and stuff because they have other siblings. But um, th- the mom's like, yeah, we don't have any contact. We just wish her the best, but we're not talking. We, you know, that's oh it. Oh, my the God. End. Yeah, pretty cold. Pretty cold shit. And I was You're like, willing what? to put a video of your daughter in a her most date. vulnerable, intimate moment. Of your child. Because what? you want them to lie for you. How fucking yes. sick is that? Yeah, and then I, I just started watching it hella differently. I read that, like... The two in the show. That makes me want them to go to jail. Just yeah. for threatening their child. Yes. Blackmailing. There's Sick. there's two children, like teenagers in the show, a boy and a girl. And um, basically, they're like overparented. Like he's hella overbearing and like controlling like yeah. to where it's not funny. And so I guess as soon as they turned like 18 or 19 or whatever, they moved to L.A. So like they I moved bet. away to start their own lives and everything. And from what I've seen online, I think the daughter that was a teenage daughter in the show is taking care of the granddaughter now her brother's daughter oh and i don't know it's it's just they got some drama so i was like whoa what the fuck but chrisley don't know best he don't and then they have another show that's like the two kids the siblings the um boy and girl that moved to la i think they got a season called like growing up chrisley or something it's like a spinoff it's like getting the fuck away getting the fuck away from our psycho dad Dude. Yeah, but I was like, I was reading this shit in the middle of the night, like, oh, wow, that's shady. That's my, that, I just, <clears throat> as a parent, I don't understand that. And I think um, it speaks volumes when your adult children want nothing to do with you yeah. because there's a reason. Oh, of course. Yeah. Threatening to leak my sex tape is a huge one. Yeah, if I don't take your tax charges. No. <laughs> you don't fucking Fuck do you. that to your kids. Wow. Um, and I think that's all I watched. Yeah, it is. Well, that. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll let you guys know how I feel about him Ugh. as the show progresses. I'm still going to watch it to see what happens. Because maybe now I just look at it differently. He'd be hella overparenting and like, it's not funny. Yeah, no, he's like the definition of a helicopter fucking parent mm-hmm. and not, not like tries to way. embarrass his kids and stuff too. in some episodes, like. It was the son's birthday and he had his friends and they were at like doing mini golf or whatever. And he comes over with like these sex pamphlets. And he was like, when you're alone in your room with the door locked for hell hours in front of girls saying this, um, I want you to think about this or whatever, because you shouldn't be sexually active. And then the son's like, okay, like you had your little Todd moment. Like, it's not funny anymore. Stop. Like you're embarrassing me. And I was just thinking that's not good. That shit causes emotional harm. Mm -hmm. I mean, jokes here and there are fine but when you intentionally embarrass your children in front of their peers you know their yeah. kids are fucking cruel as it is right i, I don't i don't like oh that i also shit read that that son who does have a relationship with him and is still close to him and i guess played it's a part the younger the, son right one of them yeah there's two but it's the one that was like a teenager in the show um i guess he played a part in threatening the sister too but they say that he has spoken out and said that his dad is gay like in multiple interviews <gasps> And so um, I think they, like, they cover it up for TV is what they're trying to say. He does. So the wife's a beard? So they act, yeah. So they act like they're this nuclear family or whatever when really they're not. Jesus fucking Christ. And then I read that hell of it is scripted. And a lot of his shit is his jokes and shit. There's like five writers. But then I read there are no writers. He's really like that in person. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just very, it's drama. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't feel so bad about 
my life anymore. <laughs> Fuck. I do, but just, you know. Different ways. Yeah, we shared some discussion. I'll never threaten my children. No, blackmail them Fuck. ever. Never tell them to take my charges. Imagine, bunny, take this case because you're a minor and you're going to get out sooner than I would. Or I'm going to fucking show everybody. Your nudes. Oh, no. No, he needs to go to jail. For sure. Um, so before we move on to, um, some listener questions <clears throat> or write-ins, um, I just, we haven't read new patrons in like a month. Yeah. We got a lot that we need to shout I'm going to read a few and then you're going to read yeah. a few. I'll do these. You do these. Okay. So for new friends, we have the Uncommonly Cool. Nice. Who I know and love. Um, Esmeralda Alcantar. And then we have R. For seeing me naked, we have Olivia. Oh, R was a person. Yes. I'm like, what are you fucking saying? R. What is this pause? <laughs> no, it's just an R. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. <laughs> and then um, we have Olivia, Ariana. Mm. Let me see. How about it? Asa? Isa? Yeah. Asa? Asa? I'm going to say Asa, so sorry if it's wrong. D. Uh, Chloe Allison, Maria Morales, Jenny with a G. I love that. Tori, Jenny Navarro, Tara Carlson, Vane Spade, Jake Furrow, and Charlie. So good luck reading my handwriting. I Sorry. know. That'll be the real struggle. Um, <laughs> the bail me out category. Alex Kekesi. That might not be right. Kekesi. That's, I'm going to go with that. Patricia, L. Bernardo, Lilu or Lilo? Uh, I'd say Lou. Is that a U? Yes. That's what I'm asking you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a U. <laughs> Lilu, Tirsa Gordon, Dre D, Maritza Inconish Ware, Jessica, Julia Rose Kibben, Kibben Raj, Rajveer Sohota, Daisy Mondragon. Mm-hmm. Jackson Sisters and Bridget Goldbeck. Mesh. Mm-hmm. Beck. Oh, and also uh, the best friend category, uh, Aisha McCain. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So much. Um, before we move on, I just want to do a quick ad that we need to get to. Um, I've been excited to share this with you guys for these products. The company is called Hella Infused. Oh, yeah. And they have CBD infused products, uh, beauty products. And I have the body butters. Bath salts. I love them. There's a roller for migraines. Literally, okay, if you're, I'm not super into like weed culture and stuff because yeah, I don't smoke, but I do know that when I was smoking CBD and stuff for my migraines and for anxiety, CBD is hella hard to find. And like a lot of the clubs around here don't sell the products. And right. if they do, they're super fucking overpriced because it's rare. Mm-hmm. So I like to avoid the clubs if possible. This company, they ship um, out of state worldwide. They She infuses all of the products herself. There's body butters, lotions, body creams, face creams. Um, there's a product that my sister used for her stretch marks on her stomach. I kid you not, this is the only thing that fucking worked for her. So I just bought more yesterday for her. Um, I gave it to her around Christmas time. The jar is gone. 
And so I got her another one and she is dark skinned and she had like white stretch marks Uh on her stomach. I kid you not. They're the same color now. That's fucking great. Yeah. And these are old stretch marks. Her kid is like 24 years old. Like this ain't no new shit. I'm telling you the body butter. Um, fucking made my skin so soft and i'm not usually a fan of body butters because i like they're heavy and greasy but and you have like dry skin right super she's the dry one that skin buys like products like that i don't really use that stuff but she does um and it i'm telling you the fucking the body butter magic so the <clears throat> bath salts i use for migraines it's like the only thing that'll work right away in my bath the bath salts for that and even though i haven't drank in like a year um Honestly, the remedy for a hangover is the CBD bath salts. Really? Literally. I put them in my bath. I get in within like 10 minutes. I feel relief. CBD is excellent for that shit. And those bath salts be saving my fucking life. So it's called Hella Hella Infused. Hella Infused. And I want to say the Instagram is Hella underscore Infused. I'm actually going to double check real quick just to make sure... Because I don't want to misspeak. Um, and they smell, the, um, the body yeah. butter smells so fucking good. They have a website. Um, it's www.hellainfused.com with no spaces. Or you can see all their specials. They're always doing different sales and shit on Instagram at hella underscore infused. But I highly fucking recommend these products Ditto. because the price point is great. And like I said, they work. Yeah, agree. 100%. Um. Okay, so for the good stuff, we have... Um, you want to f- do like birthdays first? Because yeah. I think we're behind on some birthdays. Yeah, so here, go. They, is it? We have four this week. Okay, got it. And then slide over. Um, hi, ladies. Wondering if I can please get a birthday shout out on one of your future episodes. My birthday is tomorrow, but I've been going through stuff and forgot to message y'all last week. Can I request it here? Um, I think it's Tiny Loves Life. It's Tinny, oh, right? Yeah, Tinny Loves Tinny Life. Li- Tinny Loves Life. Happy birthday. We hope it was great. I was looking for a date on here so I could see when your happy birth birthday. date was, but it's not It's not included on the screenshot. But happy birthday. We hope you had a really great one. Um, Another one. Hey, Crystal and Potafria, just wanted to see if y'all can give my wife, Alexa, a shout out for her 28th birthday, which is on March 10th. She has been a longtime fan listener. Uh, She was pregnant last year and quarantined the whole time. Ditto. (laughs) Your podcast helped her get through that. I know she will be super hyped if she heard y'all shout her out. Much love to you both. Raul. P.S. Our seven-month-old son, Max, is a big fan of pee-pee. That's so fucking cute. Oh, my God. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Alexa. Happy birthday. That's great. That's really fucking cute. Very sweet. People that have their kids, like Avery. Remember we wished him a happy birthday? He was turning. He was actually turning two. So fucking cute. So cute. So cute. I don't know if we're appropriate for kids, but I love it. (laughs) I love it. Okay, hey y'all, I'm early, but I wanted to catch it for the next episode and wish myself a happy birthday. It's on the 9th. That's today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's the last of my roaring 20s, and I've had a roller coaster of a life so far. Girls, same. 
Right. I've grown and learned so much about life and myself from listening to you ladies for the past three years. Cheers to Potafria and Crystal for creating a safe space for all the dysfunctional motherfuckers to feel valid. That's right. Happy birthday, Happy girl. Birthday. That is for Mel. Her name is Higher Logic. Happy birthday. And I have one more. Hey, my name is Marcos. My girlfriend is a big-ass fan of you guys. She's heard every single episode and will even listen to old ones occasionally. Oh. I love that because when I really so love a show, I do the same thing. Ditto. Um, on the day you guys release new episodes is one of the main things she looks forward to. She plays it while cleaning and while working because she's working from home right now. I'll be nearby hearing and I'll be listening too. not going to lie. You guys are comedy. <laughs> I was just wondering if you can give her a shout out on the next podcast. Her name's Nancy Rodriguez. Her IG is Venus Fly Trapping. She'll be super hype if you do. I appreciate it. We also just had a baby girl. She's five months old. Her name is Leilani. Oh. If you could shout her out too. She's also been listening to you guys every day, even in the womb. That's fucking adorable. That's cute. So shout out to Nancy and Leilani. Happy birthday. Happy birthday and kiss the baby for us. I really love um, when partners pay attention that yeah, much. Yeah, because I ain't had no partner do no shit like that for me. Well, and to know that she listens while she cleans or... Yeah. I think that shit's great. I love it. Okay, so let's get into some deep stuff. Hello? Are you going to cry this week? Let no, me not fuck I'm gonna with you. I'm going to kick you off the couch this week. Let me not week. fuck with you because you <laughs> cried before I got here. I forgot you said that. No, I'm not. I'm not. As okay, long as people okay. don't write in for their dogs I know, this week, I'm going to be all right. All right. Um. Okay. So let me swallow my spit. Your fucking cigarette is making me sick. You're lying. No one's smoking in here. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. God. Silly goose. <laughs> Okay. Hello, ladies. I was hoping to do a write-in and get some advice from you both. I am currently not allowing my daughter to spend time with her father, and here's why. At the beginning of this year, after returning home from a weekend with him, she had a bruise from a belt on her bottom. Mm -mm. Fuck that. I'm already getting pissed. Yep. Her dad admitted to spanking her and didn't realize he had did it that hard. Why are you hitting children with objects? Mm -hmm. um, I advised him to apologize to our daughter and not to let it happen again. Fast forward a couple of weeks and he messages me letting me know the people he lives with weren't really treating my daughter with respect after an incident at a restaurant where she, air quote, wasted food and they had an attitude about it. And after my daughter's dad reminded them that they aren't her parents, don't force children to eat food. You're going to create eating disorders, unhealthy relationships with right, food. Right, right. Um, to make sure they could still continue to hang out, I was letting my daughter's father stay at my house on the weekends so my child didn't have to be around that that's very big of you hella i woke up after falling asleep on the couch and he had his hand down my pants jesus christ after he victim after he victim blamed me and said i was moaning in my sleep i kicked him out of my house good Still trying to process this, I put my daughter and his relationship at the forefront, and once again, he proceeds to disrespect me after a conversation about not forcing our child to eat things she doesn't want. Not only did he scream at me, break items, and threaten me with throwing food in my face and slapping me, he screamed at the top of his lungs at our daughter, saying if she would just eat her food, none of this would have happened. Okay. 
Once again, I kicked him out, and it's been almost three weeks since I've allowed him to come over to see our daughter. I didn't have a relationship with my father, so I promised myself that I would make sure my own child did. Am I doing the right thing by protecting us from physical, emotional, and verbal abuse, or am I overreacting? I would love to hear what you ladies think. I love and respect you both so much. Obsessed with the show. Sorry, so long. This is like a long list of things not to do to your fucking kids. Ever. Um, you're absolutely doing the right thing. 100% in my Do eyes. not feel any guilt. You. This is a toxic person that doesn't know how to parent right now. I would, I would t- take it a step further and tell him, until you enroll yourself in some anger management, you're not coming around. And if you don't like that, take me to court. That way yep. we get some structured visitation that there may be someone required to be there yep. present. You know what I mean? So that um, you're not denying him visitation, but like we need to have a structure put in place or something so that we feel safe. You physically fucking slapped me. You're being abusive about food. You're being you're emotionally being, abusive oh to God. the child. You're hitting telling her, her the with fighting object, telling her the fighting is her fault. You're hitting her with a fucking belt. You're leaving bruises on my kid. All of this shit. No, no visitation right no, now. No, you're 100% no. in the right. And I would I would continue until yeah. he takes steps to change those behaviors because in, unless you... I'm all for making a situation smoother, like, you know, um, right. driving, for instance, to meet or like using my place, like a place where you can meet, whatever. But right. this right here, you've gone beyond what you're required to do. We didn't and even address still, the fact he's molesting her in her sleep. Oh, yeah. Actually assaulting oh, yeah. her. Yeah, that, oh my God. Oh my fucking God. I forgot all about that. That is a huge problem. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're a badass person horrible person you don't need to be around my kid no don't doubt yourself don't let anybody tell you you're no you're withholding the child i don't give a fuck withhold the child until the thing is if my kid goes with the other parent and gets hit and i don't fucking know about it that's a huge problem i don't give a fuck even if there's no mark don't touch my kid without talking to me and telling me exactly what the fuck happened how y'all got there i'm still not gonna be okay with it no. but you didn't find out until you saw a mark on your child a bruise they didn't even be like hey let me give you a heads up i whooped her earlier you know how hard you have to hit a kid with something for them to <sighs> fucking bruise on their butt your butt that's is awful. fatty tissue yeah that's oh awful. my fucking god no keep your kid away from them And I'm so sorry you're fucking having to deal with that. That's heartbreaking. Okay. I have a question for both of you ladies. What would your reaction be to one of your children's partners disrespecting you? Would you distance yourself from them knowing it could create distance between you and your child? Or would you sort it out? Asking because my mom is in this situation with my sister and her girlfriend. Thank you guys. Um, I would need to know what happened. So the partner of the child disrespected the mother, right? Yep. It would be like... Like Mona's partner or Stinker's partner you. disrespecting me. Yeah. Um, they know I don't play that shit. So I would expect them to be like to handle it and to check them and not make me do it. But if they didn't, I would do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's like a weird situation. Your kid should be defending like you. You're the parent. Like your partner should not be disrespecting your fucking parent ever. You know, unless they're doing some really foul out of line shit. That's why I said I would need to know what this, what it was over. Like, did your mom say, Hey, you're a fucking bitch. You know, I don't want you to be a lesbian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, 
or was the partner way out of line? Right. Yeah, that's true. You kind of need to know more of the situation. But I would definitely... um, I'm family meeting type. I'm calling everybody and we're going to have a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just be the best thing. I don't want to fuck up on my relationship with my child. You you know how it is. But at the same time, I'm not about to be disrespected. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Exactly. Okay. Um, all right. This is kind of long. Sorry, you guys. Hey, lovely ladies. Before I get into my dilemma, I just wanted to thank you guys for always being my escape from the BS in the world. I've been listening for quite some time now, and it's a must. I listen weekly during my me time. Just because of how sensitive this subject is, I'm going to give a trigger warning for sexual abuse of a child teen. My husband and I have been married almost six years. Throughout those years, I've realized we were raised two very different ways, mostly because I'm a city girl and he was raised deep in the rural south. His family is less open-minded than my husband. But long story short, I'm usually the one that gets picked apart because I'll speak my mind whether they agree or not. Well, these motherfuckers finally left me speechless and in tears over the weekend. Warning. Apparently, a good family friend offered one of the younger girls in the family, 14 years old, money if she hunched on him and let him grind her. Oh, nah. What? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Mm -mm. (sighs) Who is raising these fucking people? There's video of the conversation between the two. The man didn't know she was recording him. I refused to watch it because I'm a victim of sexual assault by a family member at the same age. My husband has watched the video and has cut the guy off and said if he sees him around our home or the family, it's a wrap. Besides him, there's only one other male in the family ready to raise hell. I overheard a conversation about the situation at a family gathering and all I heard is the family defending the offender and blaming the mom and child for being fast. It cut deep because I went through my family denying my truth as well. I immediately grabbed my kids and left. I told my husband this morning I wouldn't be going around the family members. I seen talking shit, and he's pretty understanding except for one aunt. I feel like it's because she is the matriarch of the family and does help any and everyone when needed. I don't want a thing from her and need my husband to understand that. He knows I was molested and won't push... Sorry, and won't push the issue, but my question is, how do I move forward interacting with these people? I can cut them off from my life and personal business, but they are so close-knit, there will be future interactions, I just know. I don't want to have to bottle up these emotions and go the fuck off at the wrong time. What a fucking mess. I would just, um, you know, I'm the cutoff queen. Yep. I didn't talk to my dad for 22 years because of something he did to another relative. I, my kids, we wouldn't be going around until they understood why no child is responsible for the adult, for the actions of a fucking grown man. I don't want to share space with you. There's no, there's no hanging out. No, there's no barbecuing. There's no, I don't want to be around you for anything. No, to put into perspective, that's like 
Bunny or Naya being approached by a male family member and yeah. people calling them absolutely saying not. they're fast and defending the person that offered them money. Yeah, that's Fuck that's not an option. You. And there's no being civil or anything to share space, like just for the sake of no, I don't want to be around you. Like now I know my kids not safe. No kids are safe around you guys because right. you're all fucked up. And no, those those people would never be allowed no. around again. Mm-mm. Never. No. And there's no compromise or anything on that. No. <laughs> no, because as a grown man, why are you asking a child? Yeah. No. Nope. There's there's no... I hate when people call little girls fast. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. No. Um. There's no going around. That's some shit I would break up over if my partner yes. didn't support my decision on that. So that's my only answer. Or, <laughs> you or, don't go around them, period. Or figure out a way to maybe have the older aunt understand why it's never you shouldn't falls even have on to a do child that. you shouldn't even have to do that teach people adults why like fuck that if that's your mindset just stay away yeah you get yeah. nothing to do with me or mine nope good okay um here you can read this one okay. and then i'll read the next one if you want or you can whatever okay fuck you Fuck you. This is going to be semi-long. I'm at work currently. I work night audit at a hotel. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suffer with really bad anxiety along with panic attacks. Not fun. Not since, at all. Since I was eight years old. Tonight, I started to have a bad anxi- anxiety slash panic attack. I felt useless. I work alone at night. I called my manager and let them know what was going on and they simply shrugged it off and said well it's one in the morning i can't call someone to cover your shift you have to stick it out until you're off Mm. i was so embarrassed because a guest walked up and was like oh shit and walked away i feel crazy when i have an attack i cry uncontrollably and hyperventilate to the point i have to take nausea pills let me get to the point um i've been listening since the ask potafria show embarrassing (laughs) for me (laughs) And before that, when no one knew what Pat sounded like. People, what? <laughs> but maybe because I wasn't posting videos or something mm. when people didn't know my voice. Um, you guys have played a huge role in calming me down while having an episode. And I want to thank you guys so, so much. If it wasn't for you guys, I'd still be here crying my eyes out. I appreciate what you guys do and will support you guys forever. Love you guys. Big hug. Oh, big big hug. Super tight hug for you. Don't be embarrassed don't listen last week when i was talking about how i was projectile vomiting um into my bushes in front of my neighbors that's right outside like my other neighbor's bedroom window mind you (laughs) i had no shoes on i look fucking crazy being embarrassed is not part of my life anymore no when something serious is going on especially in a panic or like um something like anxiety and shit like that like the last time I had a panic attack like that, it was after I had surgery and I was at the recovery house and I didn't realize it was a panic attack, but I started asking the lady, you have to drive me to the hospital. I had on a faha, which is basically the after surgery garment. My tits were out. I'm not like um, comfortable like that being yeah, naked, um, in, you know, like naked in front of my friends and shit like that. I had my tits out. I didn't care who else in the house saw me. I was like clawing at my chest. When you're in the middle of a panic attack, embarrassment is not, that doesn't exist anymore. Do not be embarrassed. Um, Shit happens. You know what? Whatever. If you had to be there, I get it. Like, they're like, what do you want me to do? That's kind of shitty. But if you got to cry in front of people, do it and don't feel bad about it. Oh, fucking well. And if it happens again, excuse me, 
try to visually focus. I think we talked about that when we um, had the Patreon episode with the trauma therapist. Yeah. Excuse me. If you visually redirect your attention and look at something with your eyes it can help calm you down I know some people do tapping there's breathing techniques you can do little things to help you ride out the anxiety attack until it you know just just kind of look look into those and um, practice those if it happens again and you're in a public place but shame or embarrassment no don't feel none of that I understand the embarrassment. You know, I pick my fingers until they're literally falling apart. I was just looking at them and they're making my fingers hurt. Yeah, they're really bad. So I understand feeling embarrassed, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I used to in the beginning. I used to feel embarrassed and, you know, there was some shame and I used to hide stuff like that. But like, I'm at a point now where it's like when you're in that moment and it's that serious, you cannot give a fuck. Like, take care of yourself first don't worry what anybody else thinks definitely and we hope they get better for you because yeah i know how bad those suck yeah for my first one when i was pregnant with naya and i oh it was horrible the only thing when i start my anxiety gets really bad and i feel myself going into a panic attack mm-hmm. i call my fucking mom her voice is like really soothing yeah. and she's very calm and it is can bring me back down and so that She's done that for me a few times yeah. before too. Yeah. If you have someone like that, that, or, you know, any shows or like, like you said, listening to our show or anything just that can help calm you and distract that. you yeah. from, you know, what's going on at the moment yeah. really helps. Okay. One more. Okay. It's a little long. I'm sorry. Hi, Tia Patafria and Tia Crystal. I wanted to reach out and thank you for all your hard work continually putting out this podcast. We found out I was pregnant just as COVID was hitting. We decided to keep me home with our two girls and protect the baby on the way. Unfortunately, I I miscarried and it devastated us both. But we ended up getting pregnant again. I'm currently 39 weeks pregnant and scheduled to be induced this Thursday, 3-11. Congratulations on your rainbow yes, baby. Yes, congratulations. I'm excited to save this week's episode for labor. Good. I'm bummed out about delivering during a pandemic, but luckily my husband, who is my best friend and amazing, will be there with me. He's in the military and often leaves for days or weeks or months at a time, so I've definitely leaned on your podcast to keep me sane during these times. I suffered bass... Whoa. Nope. I saw... <laughs> I suffered bad postpartum depression. Same girl. After having our now two-year-old and listening to you both made me realize I needed to make sure my mental health stays a priority. Yes. Thank you for taking away the stigma and for offering some normalcy during this pandemic. Because of you both, I've been more open to talking to other mamas about my experience in hopes that it can help someone. Sometimes we all need a little therapy and some meds to get us right, and that's okay. Thank you again for being genuinely you. Can't wait to deliver my son with you both in my ear. All the love, Melly. Fucking congratulations. Congratulations. You got this. Deep breaths. Yeah. (laughs) I really hope you're listening to this during labor right now. Wouldn't that be great? I think Crystal is crying. Fuck you. And I'm not. um, This is so exciting. (laughs) I, you know, I'm baby fucking crazy. So I'm so happy for you and your family. It's really fucking exciting. Yeah. This bitch is really crying. I'm not going to fucking look at her right now. She's having a rainbow baby. (laughs) As much as I don't like babies, it touches my soul. I'm very happy (laughs) for you. I'm glad we can give you some normalcy in the fucking pandemic and yeah 
it's a great time to have a baby i said that before like i have so much time with my baby i'm constantly like i was thinking about it the other day like diaper rash is not a thing like she's not being left it with a babysitter like it's me in her face constantly we're bonding like i never bonded with any of the other kids because i had to go back to work with her she's gonna be so fucking ridiculous probably mama's girl yeah like we're so close and it's just it's so different this time and it is a really good time i really think it was the perfect time because you know distractions and obligations and shit that would normally be there are not there right now no so it's just nothing but time to love on each other yeah yeah that's fucking great i love it i love all you guys but guess what I want to go smoke more cigarettes. And it's making me sick, so I'm going home. <laughs> Fuck her. Okay. God damn it. That's it. That's it, guys. Suck a doozy. Go to bed. Oh. <laughs>